Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. So, Cookie Cast is the darkest timeline podcast. Um, I'm going to talk about movies, games, and TV. Probably some form of exercise. Probably something about the glorious lockdown. Um, and yeah, that's probably everything in a nutshell there. Um, if you're not checking us out on YouTube, I mean, you know, what are you doing with your life? Get over there now, check us out. Subscribe while you're there. <clears throat> Tell a friend to do the same. Yeah, do that. Cool, cheers. So here we go. This is Cookie Cast, the Darkest Timeline Podcast. Don't want no squeakies, do we? Hello. Oh, I've definitely done that all wrong. Right, how are we doing? Um, I mean, it's... What, week seven? Of lockdown? At time of recording, week seven of lockdown. I'm going to go out and limit it's week seven. Um, people are starting to talk about steadily returning to something. Uh, there's talk of people going back to work, there's talk of stores opening, there's talk of Greg's opening, there's talk of cafe, I think Costra's opened some drive through all of this sort of stuff. Um, the conversation that nobody's having is that the death toll hasn't started going down so I'm really not sure how that's working. Uh, from the looks of, um, obviously, Facebook, the source of everything, um, people are suggesting and voting and whatever that they don't want schools to reopen just yet, places to reopen. They don't want to have to go back to work. Um, mm. First cold coffee of the day, kids. It's been a busy one today. Working like a dog. Um, yeah, it's been, you know, it, it, it's Monday evening, um, I mean, should we talk about the weather? Weather's picked up, it's been a bit miserable the last few days. There you go, there's the weather. Um, I've got a list, it's, um, it's me Um, something that, it's a bit like, how do I, how do I manage to do it in this, in these unprecedented times? How? Do I manage to still deliver amazing podcast content? Who knows? Um, let's find out. Let's find out if it is aforementioned amazing content. Um, first thing on my list is um, I've written going for a walk during lockdown versus going shopping during lockdown. Um, I think it was last week I was saying that I'd gone out for a walk and a uh, good, good long walk, good a decent, a decent length, um, just short of a couple of miles. Get me out, get me, get 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 them steps in, um, get the baby out, get her some fresh air and some uh, some visuals and stuff. 
Um, got out there, got walking. Um, and I had this, like I said, I had this last week where I was like, you know, it's a different world. You go out for a walk, you're like, yeah, the lockdown is working. The, the, you know, we're going to get through this because we're all pulling together. Everybody's talking to each other, even though, you know, you talk to the strangers and all of that sort of stuff. And then going to the supermarket and it is like, we are never going to come out the other side of this because people are selfish. People are not overly intelligent. It's such a complete contrast. So, hey, here's something. You know, I was struggling. I was like, what? Do you call somebody that is of a certain age that, like, you know, they're older than me, so they 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 surely can't be middle aged because I'm allegedly middle aged, um, but they're not like old. Boomer, yeah, boy, they are boomers, and uh, I know that from listening to various other podcasts, the term boomer is quite derogatory. Uh, in the sense that <clears throat> it's just the way it's used. I, I suppose in media, the way it's used is often quite not not derogatory, but like when you say it, boomer. Um, sorry, that was very rude. I realised partway through taking that sip that you know taking a sip in the middle of a sentence. Wow, what a guy. Um. Anyway, I don't know how to explain what I mean about boomer, but that is actually what it is. A boomer is uh, is the age and the, the term for the age I was discussing. And again, that's probably what we're going to come back to. So, uh, since we last spoke, I went for another walk. Uh, as, as I mentioned, Wednesday is my day. Get out there. You know, there's various times that it's like, oh, I'll go and do X amount of shopping on a Wednesday. Uh, as it was, I did have to do that last Wednesday. We'll come to that. Um, but, gotta get out there, gotta get out, get those steps, get that fresh air, get the baby out and about. So I'm walking down the, the first leg of the walk, crossed over uh, a road. And on the other side of the road, there was a huge pile of horse manure. I was like, whew, that's fresh. Like I say, you you could smell it before crossing the road. Like, well, you know, it's not on the road. It's not on the pavement. You know, they've actually managed to get it on the grass. let's, Let's call that a win, shall we? A little bit past that, there was a big tree. A little bit past that, I was like, hmm... Dog poo. Mm, okay, so you know, it was it was it was a meaty mother, um, but you know, in this day and age, in the world we live in, it's a bit like that's something you shouldn't you shouldn't ever see. Um, so I was like, eh, it's not great. I'm pushing a push trail. The, the the path in question is very narrow. I'm like, right, I'm gonna have to try and avoid this with the push chair. Da 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 da. Not ten feet 
later, I'm like, really? Dog poo? Again? I'm, I'm talking like 10 feet. I have to manoeuvre around that. At this point, I'm a bit like, well, you know, this is a little bit... About 10, 15 feet after that, I'm like, I'm like, come on, people, this is unacceptable. Dog poo, again. And that got me thinking. And I'm like, is this... Is this it? Is this, is this where we're at? We've, we've reached that level where I lived through, I lived through the 1980s. I'd li I lived through the upside down shoe at your front door because you're out and you've stepped in dog poo and you have to then get a stick or an old toothbrush or, I remember my mother scrubbing trainers, um, that dog poo on and Jesus do you remember the times, for those people who are of a similar age as me, that you would be stood in the house and all of a sudden somebody would be like, I, I, I smell dog poo. Have you got dog poo on shoes? Have you got dog poo on shoes? you got dog poo? And everybody had to check their shoes and then ultimately there was the culprit. Dun, dun, dun. And that person would have to be whisked to a front or back door shoe straight off on a piece of newspaper and it would it would need to be cleaned at some point i lived through the 1980s and i remember the point in time where they were like right we're going to put laws in place it's going to cost hundreds and hundreds of pounds um and ultimately the the laws around you have to clean up after your dog so i lived through a time when that wasn't a thing i remember it being a thing I remember it taking a bit of time to get sort of going. I have a feeling, I have a vague memory, which is not like me. I usually have no memory of stuff, but I have a vague memory. I don't want to say something that, that might not be true, that I might have made up in my head whilst I'm smashing the mic, whilst I'm getting another drink. Um, I have a vague memory of an incident around... Some somebody allowing their dog to poo, and uh, but yeah, that might be a false memory. It might be fake news. I'm very thirsty. Um. So uh, yeah, I lived through that time, and that time seems a long time ago. You see, if you ever see dog poo now, it's like whoa. You avoid it, whatever. But it's just it's almost never seen. I saw three lots of dog poo within 30, 40 feet of, of, of each other. And it's like, so here, so this is it, is it? We're, we've reached this. Because we're working on the principle that nobody's out and about and nobody's around, we're now not cleaning up after our dogs. Because, let's face it, that was three different dogs. Or one dog that had eaten a human being and was trying to pass it. Because, like I say, these were big, sizable dog poos. That's three dogs. I mean, do we do we work on the principle that those three dogs were from the same owner? Or is that three different owners? So, yeah. That's, that's apparently where we're at. 
Um, I've had a couple of conversations with a couple of people about the fact that when I, you know, you noticed that there was a point, like what, two weeks ago, where I was saying, "Man, we've really reached, we've reached full lockdown." I think we can safely say, you know, people are out just for exercise, and people are only driving. I, I barely saw any cars were out when I was out on that walk. Uh, I was in a conversation with uh, a lot I work with, saying the last week, saying, "Is it me, or has that completely changed?" Lots of cars back on the road, lots of people out and about. Um, just, I was saying, you know, people will only do something for so long. It's interesting, like, hearing stuff from other countries. Um, Leon's uncles in um, in Spain, and they've, they've taken a, a very hard line on it. I was talking to um, a lot I used to work with. He's in Costa Rica. Um, they've taken a very hard line on it. A lot of places, um, Sky is currently in Mauritius. They've taken a very hard line on it. It seems like, for want of a better way of putting it, everybody else has taken a very hard line on it. Um, so... Uh, so, like I was saying, I had to go to go shopping. I went to a supermarket that I I wouldn't go to this supermarket for shopping. Let's say I wouldn't go and do my weekly shopping there. I was going there for a very specific item. Uh, in actual fact, I was going there for two very specific items, uh, and decided that the other things I needed to buy, I could probably get from there. I was going for you know, I was going to get. Um, energy drinks and I was going to get uh, beer for Mr. Muscroft so I'm like well while I'm there I need a birthday card, I need a birthday cake I need I, I'd gone to look to buy um, a top, a ladies top because you know I'm a cross dresser now no, I'd gone to buy a, a birthday present a ladies top um Ended up not buying a lady's top. Ended up buying a uh, like a dress and leggings for a one-year-old because uh, that's how I roll. And yeah, you know, supermarkets are exactly the same as they have been every time I've been into one since all of this started. The majority, admittedly, the majority of people are observing the social distancing um, the supermarket I was in they were very there was a lot of stuff laid out in the store they had a, a notice up saying as of that Monday they were only going to allow one person one trolley um, there was measures put in place typically the women's clothing section was closed um, there was like arrows on the floor for you have to go a particular way it's not quite um, it's not quite a one way system but very much you go up this aisle down this aisle sort of thing uh, and then they were doing a queuing system for the tills um, the majority of the people are observing the rules and social distancing and all of that however that basically doesn't matter doesn't mean anything when 
there is that percentage of people that aren't aren't following the rules, aren't social distancing, and clearly don't care. And that brings me back to, and those that group of people is the boomers, bulletproof boomers. I'm going to start calling them because apparently they're they're not going to get any sickness, um, so they can basically do what they want. It's awesome. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of getting tired of talking about it. I probably, I, I'm thinking at this point in time, you guys might be getting tired of hearing it, but obviously it's a big thing. And once this is recorded, once this is saved, edited, you know, uploaded to the internet, it will be a record of the way the world was at this point in time. I've seen a lot of these Facebook posts around um, on this day, you know, on this day, this was the, what the world looked like. So that in a year's time or in 10 years time, I can look back and see what the world looked like on this day. Um, this podcast, that'll, that'll be, that'll be the same. So that was lockdown stuff. Um, here's one, here's one for you. Um, I don't, I don't think we really had it in this country. Um, I think that, I think there is like a debate around some things anyway, you know, you, you generally get that, but I know in America, this was a huge thing. Coke versus Pepsi. Um, do you remember I was saying that I was like, oh man, I had a powerful hankering for a Diet Coke. Next thing I see, uh, Instagram story where Bert's drinking Diet Coke. Next thing I'm like, I'm getting Diet Coke. Bought a bottle of Diet Coke, came home, said, said to Leanne, I was like, look, I've got Diet Coke. She, she, might, she, you know, as far as she was concerned, it might as well have been crack cocaine, um, which it wasn't, but you know. God damn, I can't get enough of that. Um, so, then I drank the Diet Coke and was like, well, that was... It could possibly have been the single most underwhelming thing I've experienced in quite some time. Um, it was super... It was like it was watered down. It was like a watered down Diet Coke. Um, right, one second. X number of podcasts have been recorded at this point in time since the laptop issue, but I just can't, I really can't trust the laptop, so I have to, I have to do the screen. So, ages ago, there was this whole thing, it was like Coke versus Pepsi in our house, and something that was very strange for somebody who had, had been... Uh, almost brought up with Diet Coke. And what I mean by that is through my through a certain stage of my upbringing it was very strict in my house around food and drink and stuff. Fizzy drinks were like it was just no. Um, certain foods and stuff, you know I've been a vegetarian for 30 years um, and that wasn't especially at a certain point in time through choice um then the then things got a little bit more relaxed so i remember being 
probably more around being a teenager where um, there was a bit more, things were a bit more relaxed. I was allergic to a lot of stuff as a child, so there was that aspect to deal with. But Diet Coke was something that did appear at various points in time. I think my mother had a bit of a thing for Diet Coke. Um, so every now and then, you know, we'd get a can of Coke, a can of Diet Coke. As long as it was diet, you could have it sort of thing. That's fine. Obviously, I've spoken about my issues, my addiction. <sighs> but, you know, it was, you know, it was a, a, in a lot of ways, a genuine full-blown addiction. Um, but there was a point, I mean, it could be 15 years ago, let's go with that, where there was this sort of debate in our house around what was better, Diet Coke or Diet Pepsi. And over time, there was this thing where we kind of came to an agreement that Diet Pepsi was, was the better drink. Weirdly, if you gave me the option at this point in time, you put two down in front of me, it's almost like a brand loyalty thing. I don't even know if it's that. It's like, I would go to the Diet Coke through some kind of instinct whilst knowing that the Pepsi, Diet Pepsi was better. So I brought Diet Coke into our house recently. Next thing, Leanne goes off, she's shopping, she comes back. Guess what I bought? What did you buy? Diet Pepsi. I'm like, oh yeah, boy, Coke versus Pepsi. Here we go. Has Pepsi kept up its its winning streak? Is it still the best? Now I've had Diet Coke recently. We had a little bit. She's like, meh. Doesn't 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 do it. So we cracked the Diet Pepsi, and I can hands down say, not only have Pepsi kept up with the good work, it's still the better drink. It's just, it's just, like, obviously, like, I'm, what I'm saying is Diet Coke has kind of dropped away as well. They're not as good as they used to be. And Pepsi is still as good as it used to be. So it's so much better than Diet Coke. So if you've ever wondered, wonder what, wonder what Cookie's opinion, Coke or Pepsi, let me tell you right here and now, Diet Pepsi all the way, kids. Diet Pepsi all the way just a little bit of, just a little bit of something there um as you might have guessed gathered or whatever uh, we had a birthday in our house um bit of a uh i just ended up feeling bad um the the one of the big big impacts of all this lockdown is um Delivery timescales, post timescales. You order something, you think it's going to turn up the next day. And then they're like, next day? No, we said next month. That is not an exaggeration. I ordered something. And from the point I ordered it to the point that it is expected to arrive will be nine weeks. I ordered something else that at this point in time still wasn't supposed to arrive for another two weeks, but luckily it did actually turn up. Unfortunately, it turned up on Saturday. Land's birthday was on Friday. Uh, I felt really bad. Um, when you, when you're a, when you're a parent, 
you kind of generally do the, oh, this child bought you this, that child bought you that, this child got you a lovely card, this child made you something. You don't generally do the, I got you this. Um, you will always put your, your, your children first as well. Or I, I certainly would. So if I bought something, that's for that child. I'll buy something else. That's for that child. I'll buy something else. That's for that child. If I then choose to buy something else, that can be for me. So as it is, my gift has not arrived. So, uh, my eldest and middle daughter's gifts did arrive. Um, my youngest, hers didn't arrive before Friday, but like they arrived on Saturday. Um, and I'm like, I'm spiraling. The best I can offer somebody on their birthday is, here is a birthday card that I bought. Here's a birthday card from your daughter. Here's a cake that I bought. There you go. Happy birthday. It was pretty bad. It was. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. I'm not gonna tell you anything other than it was pretty bad. I, I felt awful about it. Apparently, I am reliably informed it was bad preparation on my part. What I should have done is gone back in time to before the pandemic kicked off and ordered everything I needed before I knew that this was going to be an issue. I'm reliably informed. Um, yeah, you know, by, by Saturday, it was, it was presents galore. Um, there was some emergency backup um, stuff ordered at another point in time. That also wasn't going to turn up in time, but it did turn up the next day. The, you know, it's not, it's not about, it's not all about the gifts, but you know, it's kind of, that's kind of the, the bit you like. Um, we couldn't go out for the day. We couldn't, you know, all of the stuff that you could imagine with, uh, a lockdown birthday. Um, so yeah, it was, it was pretty bad, pretty bad. Not gonna lie. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't really know what else to, to say. Uh, I'm still waiting for stuff to turn up. Uh, like I say, it's, uh, I think, uh, this is, we're at the beginning of May. I'm expecting to see stuff second week of June. Um, so, yay, there's that. Uh, where's some cake? I didn't make it. I've, I've become really, really bad with making birthday cakes. So far this year, I have made... Two? I want to say two. But I don't know whether that's true. Hmm, not sure. So... Um, one last thing, just a little, little bit of something to talk about. Um, there is a lot of other stuff to go through. 
So, um, yeah, you know, here's what it is. Here's the podcast. Um, I mentioned about, I've spoken to you about the, the 3D pen. Um, something, the reason I was talking about Lance's birthday, something she wanted for her birthday, was um, a new pyrography tool. For those of you that don't know, basically it's a, it's a soldering iron, um, but rather than doing soldering, it's, you can put different attachments on the end. And it's basically a wood burning tool. Pyrography is wood burning. Um, Leanne had a, a very successful business um, for doing Christmas baubles uh, for people. Um, it was very successful. It was also very time consuming. And um, each year uh, it just grew and grew and grew. Obviously, it's a seasonal thing, uh, but each year it grew and grew and grew. And a lot of the time it was quite hectic and it got quite out of hand. Um, and then, you know, with with a baby, stuff falls by the wayside. So she got a new pyrography tool for her birthday, not for the purposes of pyrography. It was actually for the purposes of the 3D pen. So one of the things that you can do is you make your object with your 3D pen, which is never going to be perfect. It's going to be bumpy and lumpy and, you know, especially if you want a smooth surface, you ain't getting that anytime soon, just using the 3D pen. So the idea is that you use the pyrography tool which is a warm metal object at the end of the day and you smooth out your lumps and your bumps and you can use it to put holes in things you can use it to um, fill in holes you can use it to smooth the surface and stuff like that Um, so she got this for her birthday it did actually arrive and had done before the day Um, so I'm like well, I've got an object that I've been working on, and I'm still working on, uh, that needs a bit of smoothing. Am I all right to give this a go? Yeah, yeah, jump on it, okay, have a go. I'm like, cool. So a little while ago, uh, I made a bat symbol. Uh, I used some slightly different colours to what you would, you know, it should be yellow and black for the particular, like the uh, 1989 Batman bat symbol. Um, I did use a yellow, but I used like a bit more of a day glowy yellow and I used gray for the bat. Um, if I'm honest, this was largely to do with not having a lot of black, uh, a lot of access to a lot of black at that time and not having access to the right type of yellow. I was like, well, let's just do it as like a completely different color. So I made the yellow outside, the, the like what would be the black round the yellow, and then the bat in the middle. Made those, did it all. It was kind of cool, you know. It wasn't perfect by any means. A lot of holes, bit bit warped, blah 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 blah, all that. We've since had four massive spools of the filament turn up. One of them is black, so I'm like, I tell you what, I'm going to switch it up. Uh, what I want to do is I want to build this up so that it's more raised, start working towards a 3D, an actual 3D thing. So this is where I'm I'm starting. So I'm going to change the 
colour of the bat and I'm going to make it a black one. So I'm going to redo the bat and then just uh, attach it to what's already there. So I attach it to the grey. So that's the next part of my project. Um, so I tried the smoothing aspect. Um, ended up with a small hole near one of the like the tips of the wings for the bat. Uh, that was largely because I was trying to, um, there was a hole already there. Um, I will address that when I redo the bat. Um, but as far as the, the smoothing goes, I managed to fill literally all of the holes, um, all of the gaps. They're not holes, they're just gaps in the in the plastic. I managed to fill all of those in. Um, managed to remove a, a lot of the warp in it and... Um, yeah, I was saying, you know, what you what you would 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 do is you would use files and sandpaper to get it properly smooth. Uh, but I'm not at that point yet. It's not brilliant. It's not great. It, it's just it's just something. You know, we're supposed to be bettering ourselves in this lockdown, and this is something that I'm trying to have a go at. Um, as I've said a, a bajillion times before, I am in no way shape or form artistic but um i wish i was uh, and i do try these things i do have a crack um i'll keep you posted if it's something you even remotely uh, are interested in and if if i'm feeling if i'm feeling cute i might post a picture never know so yeah that's just uh Something, something that I've been doing in the lockdown. I am looking at doing something else, but uh, that well, we'll save that for another day. I should maybe think about bringing the laptop closer so I don't have to reach all that way. Right, uh, we've got a lot of TV, as I'm sure you can imagine. I'm sure everybody's watching a lot of TV at the moment. We've got. Um, I want to talk to you about that book again because I finished it. A uh, couple of movies, a couple of games, and then the usual finisher. Uh, I finished Altered Carbon Series Two. Um, ultimately, what I can say is it got a lot better towards the back end. I know I'd not been overly. Um, I suppose I've not been overly positive about it up to the the point I was talking. Um, I think I finished it the next day and was a bit like, oh man, this, this got a lot better um, towards the back end. I still stand by what I said. Uh, Anthony Mackie, that was not the role for him. Um, I think the idea is that if they keep doing these series, they'll just replace the main actor every series. Um, and I think that's kind of good in this one. I really liked the guy... Um, as Sam keeps saying, Robocop. He played Robocop in the Robocop remake. Uh, but I really like the guy that played uh, Kovac in uh, in the first series. Certainly got a lot better. Definitely worth watching. Um, yeah, definite improvement of the back end of that series. Um, still not overly sure whether the whole thing had a point um the first series felt very driven the second series felt lacking in that way in that area um 
Oh, sorry. Just want to go back a little bit. Um, I've also begun construction of a uh, cover for the mixer using the 3D pen. I've built the first, I've made the first side. Um, I have this horrible fear that I'm going to spill a drink on it, so I'm going to make a cover to uh, to stop that being a being an issue. Yeah. Um, so that was all carbon season two. Obviously, I've already spoken to you about it. I have finished it. It was perfectly fine by the end of it. Um, we've got to do that spoiler thing. Um, it's the same. It's the same spoiler as previously. It's the same spoiler as 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 pretty much always for the last three weeks. Um, if you don't want to know what happens in the Mandalorian then this is the time to close your ears or skip forward a couple of minutes. Um, what I will say is I had, uh, I was under the impression there was nine episodes in this series. That is not true. There are eight, which means the episode I'm about to talk about was in fact the last episode. Skip forward now if you don't want to hear about it. And I, as I've said before, I'm not going to, I'm not going to give you a blow-by-blow blow of the episode. I'm just going to talk about it in general. Right. Now they've gone, we can talk about them. So, I finished Mandalorian Series 1. My opinion of the last episode, great. Really good episode. Um, Sam had told me that the last two episodes really brought, it back together, really brought the series together. Fully agree with that. I think the choice to set this series at the time this series has been set is a really good choice. Set at a time where the Empire is almost um, done. It's set after Jedi, basically, and before whatever the horseshit films that came later were called. Um, I can say this much. The Mandalorian is hands down the best thing that has had the Star Wars name on it visually um, other than uh, Jedi Fallen Order, the game. Uh, it's, you know, in a world where we just keep getting these films that are being churned out that everybody complains about because everybody doesn't like the way that they're doing it, in that world... This is the best thing that is coming out of Star Wars. Um, it was a really good series. Um, half hour, 35, 40 minute episodes. The first episode's longer, sets things up. Just a good series. A really, it's really well done. Um, no expense spared kind of thing. Um, it's it's just a, it's really good. You know, I always say it's hard to review something that's good and something that I'm not trying to spoil. Where I'm going, this character and and that character. You know, I've talked a little bit about the character of the Mandalorian. Um, good character, but there was some good supporting characters as well. Very much looking forward to seeing what series two looks like. Uh, I believe that's coming October this year, so that's a quick turnaround. Um, I imagine that is lockdown related uh, and it's already got a green light for a series three um, which you know it could only be a good sign when series two hasn't even been released yet 
Mandalorian. Check it out. It's one of those. All episodes are available now. If you're thinking Disney Plus isn't for you, but you'd kind of like to watch it, I'm pretty sure you can knock out nine just over half hour episodes. Sorry, eight just over half hour episodes in a week. Maybe take that free trial. So there you go. Mando. Series one. Job done. Um, I've got written down here Star Wars Rebels, which I have watched more of. But... Uh, I don't really feel there's anything to talk about. Um, it is what it is. It's a, you know, it's an episodic CG animated Star Wars cartoon about a, about a ragtag crew. It's, it's perfectly fine. It's perfectly watchable. It's great. It's, it's good, should I say. Um, I feel they could do to pick up the pace a little. I know that you've got to eke things out so that you've got like a, what would be a weekly episodic type deal going on. But give us a bit of story. You know, you've got the, the kid that wants to be a Jedi. So they're like, oh, we're going to train to be a Jedi. It's like, cool. I mean, you know, not anytime soon. Like, well, why don't you crack on? Um, but it's good. I like it. I'm enjoying that. Um, so there. And I don't want to dwell. Like I say, I haven't really got much to say about that. I have watched not a full series because it's not available. Uh, two new episodes came out today, and there are two new episodes next Monday. I'm I'm a little on the fence about this. I don't know whether I'm going to wait until next Monday and then binge the four episodes that are then going to be available, or if I'm going to watch like a couple of episodes tomorrow. What I will say is I could have watched them today and I didn't. Like I say, they were released today. Um, and I have started watching something else, which I'll cover very briefly. I watched all the episodes that were available of The Last Dance. Which is a Netflix documentary, which is ultimately a lot about Michael Jordan. But in actual fact, it's about the... Late 80s, early 90s, Chicago Bulls, and how they were going for six championships. Um, various controversies around that time, um, but it was a time that, you know, it cemented Michael Jordan as being the greatest person to have ever played basketball. Um, you know, the way people talk about it, like in the show, the way people talk about it, it's like, wow, you know. They're like, he was the greatest. He was, you know, he was a phenomenon. He was special. When when you hear the words special, um, and it's not like a parent saying that about their child, it's kind of, you wonder how people's egos survive so far. I've heard, I think I've heard Bill Burr talking about this recently, like when people are described as being special, how are they ever going to cope in life? Uh, and from everything I've seen so far, he he kind of went to the opposite extreme to what you would imagine. Um, there was this footage of him like cleaning his house um, when he'd 
not long after he'd signed to the Bulls out of university. Um, and people saying just how sort of how normal he was, and him talking about like the Bulls at the time that he joined. I mean, for one, for one of a better way, but there was a lot of drugs. Uh, I think at one point they called them the cocaine traveling circus or something. Um, and he just didn't want any part of that, didn't want anything to do with that. Um, so, the last dance is about this particular time um, when these people were playing basketball. Uh, Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman. Uh, there's been some Dennis Rodman stuff. Um, this was a time for basketball where me and Luke used to uh, we used to be really into basketball. Uh, we used to watch a lot of basketball. We used to um, play basketball. We used to um, play uh, like NBA Jam on the Super Nintendo. Basketball was quite a big thing in our lives, and um, so this was this just so happens to be a very specific point in time, and it just so happens to be a point in time of a sport that I knew at that time. Um, neither of us were particularly um, down with the Bulls, um, largely because they were just this juggernaut at that point in time, and you you never go for the for the big team when you're picking a team. Um, so that's kind of that's kind of that. It's great. I love I love documentary. You guys know I love a documentary, and this is a documentary talking about a specific point in time, a time that I know, um, talking about a specific thing, and everything that goes with it. But the program has a problem. So it's spoke. It focuses on these three players: Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen. Dennis Rodman. It talks to each of those people. It talks to other people. There's a lot of other people in it. But it talks to these three specific players are very, you know. And the the problem that this program has is it jumps around in time. Because you talk to Michael John and you're talking about a specific thing. And then you talk to Scotty Pippen about the same thing at the same time. And if Scotty Pippen says, well, you know, we're talking about 1995, but what you got to do is go back to 1989. Or Michael Jordan says that. And they're talking about a specific team that they played at a specific point in time. You know, my, the, what I'm getting at is there's a point where they're talking about the Chicago Bulls when Dennis Rodman is a member of the Chicago Bulls. But then there are other times when they're talking about Dennis Rodman when he was on the Pistons. And after a while you're a bit like, what's going on? Why are we talking about Dennis Rodman being on the Pistons when two minutes ago we're talking about him being on the Bulls? And it jumps, it has this timeline that it keeps showing you, but then it jumps backwards and forwards and backwards and forwards and backwards and forwards in time to the point where what I've found is it's just really confusing to know at which point in time you're talking about. And obviously it tells you, it's like, oh, this is 99, whatever. But it, the it, what I'm finding is it's like this Dennis Rodman element. It's like, is he on the Bulls at this point in time? Or isn't he? Is he playing for the Pistons? Who knows? And it covers, like, each of these players and their history, you know. 
where they came from, how they learn, you know, what put them in the position of being as good as they were at playing basketball. Michael Jordan got cut from his high school basketball team. And that was, that was obviously something that shaped him because after that, he was the best basketball player in any room. He went to, he went to college. He went to, um, like basketball camp. He went to, uh, he went to play in the NBA and in his rookie year, he wasn't playing like a rookie. He was playing like, you know, the best that ever played the game. Talking about why the piston, why the rivalry between the pistons was so great was because they developed this defense purely for Michael Jordan. It's a really good show. Uh, I I generally sort of say I recommend this if um, this is one of those that I recommend for anyone. Uh, if you have an interest in basketball, if you have an interest in Michael Jordan. Or any of these players, if you just want to know about a bit about what was going on at that point in time in that sport, whatever. It's a good program. It's well done. There is this time element that sort of gets a bit confusing, but well worth a watch. Uh, so that's the Last Dance on Netflix. It's a Netflix original, I think. So. I've mentioned it so many times. I've talked about it. I've toyed with it. I've had so many conversations about the thing I'm about to tell you. What I can tell you, ladies and gentlemen, is that time that we've always spoken about. We've always wondered that time has finally happened today this afternoon it happened I pressed play on Breaking Bad season 1 episode 1 that's right ladies and gentlemen it's time for Breaking Bad oh man I'm excited I've watched 2 episodes so far Oh, that fucking series, man. So good. Part of me wondered, part of me thought, is it ever going to be time? Um, I was explaining to Leanne earlier, I was saying, you, you got to leave, you leave a bit of yourself behind. When that series finishes, you leave a bit behind. I still haven't watched El Camino, and I feel that that's probably not good at this point in time. So, it's time, it's happening, it's breaking bad time, kids. Um, obviously, Uncle Billy's going to be in it at some point. Uh, Bill Burr will make make an appearance, um, along, along with various people who may or may not be in The Mandalorian. Um, and I don't mean Bill Burr, even though he's in The Mandalorian. Um... Yeah, I'm, it just, sometimes you see things on the screen and you know that's what you're going to watch next. And you scroll for another half an hour and ultimately you go back to the thing you saw and it's like, yeah, I'm going to watch that. It's, it, I realised it was time. 
it was time and I put it on and it's so good so good couple of issues um, every time uh, Aaron Paul uh, Jesse Pinkman opens his mouth all I can hear is his character from Bojack Horseman um, because obviously that's the thing that I know more now uh, so the, the, it's a bit it's a bit of a weird experience um, what was the other thing it was that Don't know. Can't think of I I thought about it earlier. I was having a conversation about it earlier, but no, it has it has left me. It's just so good. It's just so good. Um. So yeah, look forward to uh, updates on episodes of Breaking Bad I've watched over the next few weeks. Um. Part of me was a bit. I was thinking about doing like a bit of a podcast series. Uh, that came off the back of a conversation that I had earlier today. Don't think. I don't think that. I don't think the element of the conversation that I had is going to happen. So that would mean the podcast series also wouldn't happen. Um, but I'll 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 go back. I'll revisit that conversation and I'll see uh, some. You know, maybe look out for for something along those lines. Mm. A glass of water. Tell you something, if there is one man that is Tommy Two Drinks these days, I think I was Tommy Three Drinks yesterday. <sighs> so, I finished that book. Uh, How to Be Dead, book five. Um, obviously, I spoke not overly positive about it. I can't say it got any better, um, other than the fact that the, the book was fine. It was fine, while simultaneously being like, have you ever seen America Werewolf for London? No, you haven't, because it doesn't exist. And I went out through all that last week. I finished the book. So here's the way to finish a book. Like this. There's a cliffhanger. Okay? Cliffhanger. So you're like, Okay, that's that's interesting. That sort of leads in. Your mind already starts going to where this story might go. What the next book might look like. What it might be about. Great. Turn the page. Now, when I say turn the page, I mean flick the screen because I'm reading it on the Kindle. Thing from the author. Hi, I know that this book ended on a cliffhanger. However, I am done with these characters now. Uh, what? So yeah, basically they went on to say that um, he wants to explore these characters more and their backstories and why things are the way they are, but wants to leave the story that he was writing alone, like that way of doing it alone. And he's going to write different types of books. So there. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure you have shafted me in every possible way. As far as books are concerned. <sighs> so yeah. I just wanted to mention. Uh, I finished that book. I'm reading a new book now. 
Um, what I mean by that is I started a new book, but I haven't done any reading um, in a few days. I kind of feel like I've been a bit... I, I kind of feel like I've been a little bit shafted reading-wise. Uh, I started a book, perfectly fine, perfectly acceptable. It's um, it's a similar sort of thing to the sort of stuff I've read uh, up to this point. Um, but I just need to get back. I just need to get back to it. Um, right, I watched a couple of films, and do you know what I realised? Um, I realised that last week's films that I reviewed were kind of a bit. Yeah, they were fine, or that wasn't very good. So this week, I decided to watch two absolute juggernaut... Juggernauts? Yeah, juggernauts, maybe. Two proper good movies, which, you know what that means, you're going to get almost no review around them. First up on the docket, Snowpiercer. This was available on Netflix, I believe, for quite some time. And I kept looking at it going, why is Chris Evans holding an axe? That was about the amount of impact. Um, why, why is Chris Evans holding an axe? Next thing, the film Parasite comes out, wins a load of Oscars, and then people start talking about the films that the guy that did Parasite has done previously... Snowpiercer's on the list. I'm like, huh. Had a conversation with Luke. Luke's like, Snowpiercer, absolutely fantastic film. Great film. Then, Luke's like, oh, watch Snowpiercer again. Oh, right, yeah. It's like, well, I've seen that it's on Amazon Prime. Oh, only for the next few days. It's like, mm, should probably get that watched. Me and Leanne sat down to watch Snowpiercer. So, starts out, basically the world has ended. Nuclear winter. And the remaining survivors in the world are on a train. There's the poor people who are at the back. There's the rich people who are at the front. Poor people decide they want to go to the front of the train. And that's kind of that. That's basically it. A very much a head scratcher to start with. It's kind of a bit like... The fuck is going on in this film? For, for quite some time. Um, <laughs> there's a bit with like uh, people in drawers that's all I'm going to say about that uh, and at, by that point I was properly like what is going on in this film while simultaneously knowing that it was quite good as well I'm like man it's just, it's just fucking weird so that film just kept going, and it was just—it was really good. Um, there was a scene in it that was very reminiscent of the 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 big long fight scene in Old Boy. I I felt um, great film. Uh, I spoke to I spoke to Luke again after when I was saying I was like, oh man, I've seen it, and wow, uh, great film. And he was like, yeah, apparently all the all the weird stuff that's in it was purposefully left in. Uh, by the director just because like oh that kind of explains why some things are just a bit weird great film Uh, obviously by the time you hear this I don't think it'll be available on Netflix because it isn't and it 
apparently won't be available on Amazon Prime either. So that might cause issues around watching it. Really good film. Really enjoyable. Um, left a series of questions. Um, but, like I say, apparently a lot of the weird stuff that's in it is left in it on purpose. So, meh. Yeah, and you, it's kind of one of those where you go, I don't get this, 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 and this, but I'm kind of, I'll, I'll kind of let it go. Um, so that was that. So from one Avenger to another Avenger, Captain America. We're, instead of now, we're watching a film with Thor in. So Chris Helmsworth, Netflix original movie, Extraction. Uh, as Netflix like to do, every time you turn it on, they're showing you the trailer of their latest whatever. I've seen the trailer for the second series of Life After about 900 million times at this point. Um, likewise with the trailer for Extraction. What was good about the trailer for Extraction was it looked really good. I'm like, ooh, that looks good. Um, there were like bits in the trailer, it was like that hyper violence, the, you know, the raid sort of violence. I'm like, yeah. Um, I had a little look about what it was about. Guy gets uh, a job to go and rescue a kid that's been uh, kidnapped. Simple. Very sort of picks up the kid he's got. I think at one point it's like he's got four kilometers to go to get the kid out, uh, but then the. The city's kind of on lockdown. Um, so I'm like, going to watch Extraction. Uh, me and Lance are down to watch Extraction. Uh, I'd seen a review that said, watch this on the biggest screen you have access to because it's a full-blown action movie. I did that. I watched it on the biggest screen I have access to, which is quite big. And, <clears throat> really, yeah, super good. Um, full-blown good action movie. Uh, like I say, a lot of hyper-violence, um, good fight scenes, good shooting. Uh, there's a car chase that is just... Mm. I can only presume the car chase is almost completely digital because of the way that the camera moves through it. But my word, beautiful. Um... Yeah, it's one of those, it kind of makes you wish that there was just more, you know, when films are made, when action movies are made, they were more like this. Pretty sure it's like the Russo brothers, uh, Chris, Chris Helmsworth was the producer. Um, <coughs> uh, so yeah, Extraction. Um, Mr. Panas had already seen it, he heartily recommended it. That is a man that loves an action movie. Um, and his recommendation was was bang on. Super good film, really enjoyable. I I say to people, I don't have a lot of time. Uh, I used to watch films over and over and over and over again. Um, and nowadays, I work on the principle I can barely watch a film once. Uh, but it was one that I was like, you know, something I might watch that again at some point because it was really enjoyable. So that's Extraction on Netflix. Um, 
Right. I've just seen the time because I just had to jiggle the laptop. Um, I mean, time of the podcast, not the time of day. Um, let's talk computer games. Divinity 2 is the only console game I've been playing. I think I can pretty much safely say I've never played a game like this game. Um, I spend more time looking stuff up on the internet and reading the walkthrough than I do playing the game. And often I'll look something up. Then off the back of that, I'll have to look something else off. Look something else up. Then off the back of that, I'll then have to look something else up. And then I'll go, right, okay, I've got, I've got, an inf- I've got some information. So then I go back to the game and I either try something or do something. Or I'll go off and do something else. I get so far then I have to look something else, something else up. And that's how that game goes. It is literally just play a little bit, go on the internet. Play a little bit, go on the internet. Then what you find is you get into like these big battles. And what those are is try and do it once, everybody dies. Try and do it again, the guy or lady or person or creature or whatever you're protecting dies. Try to do it again. And it's just, you have to do it like three or four times to actually get the outcome you want. And each of those tries is probably 40 minutes. So there's that aspect as well. Or you get what I had last night, which is go back to a battle that you've tried to do previously, but you weren't good enough, so you've left it. Level up twice, go back to try and do it again, and realise levelling up twice made absolutely no difference. Try and do it, die, lose 40 minutes of your life, try and do it again, die, and leave. I'll go back and do that some other time. I've never really played a game like this. I simultaneously like and hate it. I just... There are times when I'm like, I get, I get this game. I understand what's happening. I am down with this. And then there are other times when I'm like, I, I really don't understand what is going on in this game. What, what, what am I supposed to do? I spend the majority of the time going, I'm going to do this mission. Oh, no, I can't do that for 900 reasons. Okay, let's try and do this mission. Oh, I can't go there because I can't do that thing that gets me there. Okay, let's try this mission. Oh, no, no, I can't do that, because if I tried that, I tried that before, and the person I went to speak to ended up dying, and I kind of think I need to speak to them, so... And it's just that. It's just going through my list of available missions and trying to find one that I can actually do at that point in time. And eventually, you do find one you can attempt and see how you get on. And that's that's Divinity 2, that is... That is Divinity 2. It's just... It's a different kind of beast. As with every game, and as with every game review, I will keep on playing it until it doesn't want me to play it anymore. And for you guys, I'll keep on telling you about it. So, there we go. 
Um, VR-wise, it's the same problem. It's just the same problem. I do Thrill of the Fight five days a week. And after playing Thrill of the Fight, I can't play anything else because the, the headset's just soaking wet. I have played Pistol Whip a few times, put some scores on the boards, um, just, have a, just have a bit of a play around. Um, so yeah, that's that. Um, yeah, I don't know, don't know what to tell you. Um, there's a lot I'd like to do with VR, but um, it's just not really an option. Can't get link cables, can't get graphics cards, so on and so forth. So yeah, um, so that's that. Um, as with always, it, it's becoming there's a lot of stuff that I'm like, you know, there's, there's not a lot I can tell you. Last week or wherever it was, I increased the weight that I was lifting. Um, that hasn't changed. I'm still lifting that weight, trying to get used to that. Um, yeah, that that's kind of that. Uh, I don't think I have run since we last spoke um, like I was saying when you know being like working again back at work uh, rather than being on a holiday there isn't the opportunity to really do it uh, that is very much a kind of excuse in some ways but also very true look I'll give you an example uh, today I will, I presume it is, it's nearly half eight. I still have to work out, eat something, and actually have some kind of evening. Uh, tomorrow, uh, can't go out running tomorrow because Leanne's doing her podcast, so I'll be on baby duty until whenever. Um, could go after, but I'll also have working out and tea and all that to do. Wednesday, I've got a wrestling podcast, Wednesday evening, uh, and Wednesday is my rest day. Uh, I'm pretty sure I've got another podcast to do, maybe be doing that on Thursday. Uh, this is the sort of stuff I'm talking about, there are, there are things and there are times. However, if I was dedicated to the cause, which I am trying to become more and more dedicated as time goes on, I would find the time to do it. So... I will keep you posted. Um, so yeah, that is that. Uh, the laptop at this point in time. Actually, I'm not going to say that because obviously I know how that went previously. That is the end of the podcast. Thank you very much for sticking with me. Uh, big, big thank you to everybody that does stick with me. Um, we've been getting some good feedback, um, which is... I mean, that's, that's awesome, isn't it? It's just absolutely spot on. Uh, we are doing a big um, subscription drive for the YouTube channel. So if you're listening to this, um, if you've got this far and you're hearing my voice right now, please, please, please do um, ask people in the street whilst keeping six feet away to subscribe to the channel. Friends and family, it's literally a, the click of a button. It probably won't massively impact their lives. Uh, but it does make a big difference to us and our lives. So, big thank you to everybody who listens and watches and all that. Uh, ask a friend or a family member to subscribe. And I will love you forever.
So there we go. That, that, whoo, laptop just froze then. You little bitch. Right, I'm rambling now, so I'll speak to you guys later. Thank you. Bye. There you go, what do you think of that? Another one done, another week gone. Yeah. YouTube watchers, make sure you're subscribing, like, share, comment, click for notifications, all that good stuff. Get a friend to do the same. Everybody jump over to thecookiecast.com, check us out over there. See what we've got to offer in the way of social media and email links. Use them to uh, send us some love. Wouldn't that be nice? So there we go. Another week done. Another week gone. Until next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. Uh, bye-bye.